Hola, this is Richie P here. I wanted to preface this episode by saying after the outro, you get a little bonus content with the Supernatural Bear, a little interview regarding his the big reveal, his experience on the big reveal on Empire Strikes Back. And also, I wanted to make sure that I corrected myself. Uh, I misspoke and said that my friend was from Uganda and she's from Ghana. And the, jol- the Jollof rice battle is between Nigeria and Ghana. So excuse me, my apologies. I was wrong in a huge way, and I wanted to make sure that I corrected it before we got into it. Um, so yeah, here you go. Enjoy. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 119 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Ritsby. be. We are here to nerd out with you. Uh, you can listen to us on like a million new places. Ritsy, what are these it. places? What are um, these places? Could, we, well... Some of you may know we got kicked off of Apple, but we're back on on the iTunes. We are also <laughs> on Spotify. We're also on TuneIn. We're also on iHeartRadio. We're also on Google. We're also available for Android. Basically, anywhere and everywhere you can listen to podcasts. Yeah. So no excuses. No, no. Um, and you know where else we are? We're on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, the Nerd Out. You can also email us, info at thenerdout.com. We have a website, thenerdout.com. That's where we post show notes, photos, memes, anything related to our (laughs) specific episode, links to cool shit. So, yeah, yeah. check it out. Check us out. And now get ready for an hour-ish of excitement with us. (laughs) It's been a little while and we have missed you. And we've missed each other. Yeah, we did. We just had a nice catch-up session. And, um... Yeah, it, it was really, I think, you know what? I think it really helped me to have the weekly things. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it was definitely a good coping mechanism. And I loved our last episode with our buddy Eric talking about yes. the Watchmen. And I really want to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, it was, that was a great, that was a fun episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So let's get into this fucking shit. Um, oh, also real quick. We, now if you go to thenerdout.com and you hit the actual post for the episode, underneath the player, the media player, you'll find links to some of the spots that we... So like if you don't want to listen to it on our site, you can go some some links. will take you directly to whatever. Um, but I think most of you guys listen to us, which I've found or heard that they most of us most of you listen to us on the podcast app on the iTunes podcast app. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. And we, through this um through these trials and tribulations that we had with technology, <laughs> we have landed with like a really great hosting service that we mm-hmm. want to give a shout out to. Yes, vervehosting.com and it's just verve v e r v e hosting.com and the owner Christine has always been amazing to me. I've been with her since I started ritzyperiwinkle.com, so I think since like 2004 or something crazy like that and uh, she helped us tremendously and she's a big part of why we were able to get Apple to get us back on without missing a beat and with the same link and the same RSS feed and the same um, uh, reviews 
uh, okay. the ratings and stuff like that. So we didn't lose any of that. And um, yeah, and I checked. I didn't check today. I checked yesterday, maybe. And yeah, still. No yeah, I checked reviews. the day before. The day before that. So yeah, let's let's get it together. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some things that are happening with you? Um. Oh, some things are happening. I don't. I thought I was gonna have the date and time today, but I don't. But I'll keep you posted via social media. Um, I'm should be on a live IG feed end of next week or the week after selling some wares with man one of crew West. And, uh, he's going to be, he's been doing it this past week with different artists at 5 PM Pacific time. And he just has whatever, um, items that he still has from back in the days at a studio in LA and then they'll just, it's called artist talks, artist shop talk something. I forgot what it's called, but um, he just talks about the artists and then they talk about the pieces that they have available and they sell them there and then they sell them on the site. It's kind of like, you know, the same gallery break fitty fitty, but um, yeah, I think I have so far, he's found um, a photo that I took maybe from the first exhibit I was with. It's one of my favorite photos. And then um, it's framed and it's nice, matted and shit. And then um, a painting that I did uh, for UK week in LA back in the days. And it's uh, Morrissey. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a Morrissey piece, even though he's a little bit problematic right now. But yeah, so he's going to look to see what else <laughs> we have available. Um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, check it out. We'll let you know uh, about cool. that. Like, how quickly is that happening? Is it like this week or? It could be. Than- it could be the end of this week coming up, which today is the sixteenth, or it could be the following week. Like, I want to do it towards the end of the week, so I have more time to tell people to come in, and yeah. you can like. You know, fine, because I know some people like um, Sket, Kano, and Shane are going to troll me because that's what we do to each other when they're on live shit. So I'm expecting that (laughs) shit. Um, And yeah, so just come through, you know, hear some some information and maybe buy some art at a good price for good causes. And the causes are us. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very good cause in my book. Yeah. And then the other thing that I want to tell people that I just started, I'm on week two. I have another friend who's on week seven is a a free uh, course from Yale called The Science of Well-Being by Professor Lori Santos, which is one of the... the, Did you sign up for it? Yeah, but I haven't haven't actually done Done it. it? (laughs) So we'll have a link to that. And it's The Science of Well-Being. And basically, she started it because... um, when she was at, she's at Yale, right? And she saw that a lot of kids um, suffer from anxiety, depression, and all this stuff. So she wanted to um, provide a class, a resource of the science of well-being. And so it's not just knowledge, it's actual applications, it's learning through actions and you leave. So they test you in the beginning, like for week one, they test you so you could kind of see where you're at on that like happiness scale. And then you get tested on the way out. And the, one of the first things she talks about, which I thought was funny, the way they, um, uh, the what they t- entitled it is, uh, there's a thing called the uh, GI Joe 
um, syndrome or the G. So she said, like, she's like, do you remember G.I. Joe? And she's talking to her students who are like hella fucking young. They're like, nah. And um, <laughs> they don't remember G.I. Joe. Some of them were like, yeah, but I think they just heard it because they heard their parents or someone talking about it. Like, wow. they wouldn't I have watched was- it. I thought it was still a thing. Okay. That's not. <laughs> and then, um, so basically, like, G.I. Joe would say learning, knowing is half the battle, right? And she's basically uh-huh. like, the science behind it is like, just because you know it doesn't mean that you're going to do it. So you have to actually learn and actually do it to really, you know, have it, have an inception of it. And that's, you, you know, embedded in you and that you move forward. Like you have these tools. You can't just read about it and then like think that everything's going to be fine. You actually have to implement action. So um, that's what this course is about. So I have a link. We have a link to it and it's free sure. through Coursera. And uh, yeah. No, I wanted to, I like that they offered it for free um, during this this time. <laughs> and uh, I keep meaning to do it, but I've just been so busy with work that I haven't had a chance. And uh, but still, it seems like you know that seems like it would be worth it for getting your um, getting your head on straight. Yeah, like this is you know, it, and I've been super busy too. So even though it's week two and it's Saturday, I haven't done week two yet. But um, yeah, I feel like you know whatever, fuck it, whatever tools we can put in the bag because <laughs> this is some yeah. crazy ass fucking times. Put them so, in the bag. Put them in the bag, kids. Put in the toolbox. Um, what else? What else have you been doing? What's the What's the events and things? You know, the one thing that I have been doing lately, which I don't know, maybe is sort of a nerd out thing, mm-hmm. is um, I started running again. You started running again. I did start running again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so people, longtime listeners, may know <laughs> that like I have, I started running when I was old. Like I, I could, the very first time I ran, I was like, let's see how, how long I can run for. It was two minutes. And that was the extent of my physical fitness. And I was like, that's pretty pathetic. So I, um, got to a point a few years ago, three or four years ago where I was running a 5k every month, like a race and was starting to train to do a 10k. And it was all very exciting. Um, but, uh, then I started, I had some health issues and I was, um, geographically in a place that was, um, had a really bad winter and there was no place to run and no gym nearby. So it just, it stopped. But now I am at a place where, um, I actually have a medication. So I am a super soldier now. Um, it is, (laughs) I've been wearing these nitroglycerin patches. Oh, excuse. I know. So I put them on like an hour before I run. And then I run and I take them off and I went, I went through so much testing, all kinds of like, I did radioactive dye so that they could do these like x-rays of my heart and my chest and see what the deal was. Um, so yeah, now I'm, they don't really know what it is. What do the patches do? The patches, like people take them when people take nitroglycerin, like you guys, you see it in like movies or I don't know, we're probably getting old enough, but now just people around us. But, like, people will pop one of those when they get stressed out, you know, like, in, in, like, detective, like, detective action movies. And they'll be like, oh, I'm too old for this. And they'll, like, pop a nitroglycerin. No, I don't know about this. So, basically, people who are at risk with um, heart issues, uh, like, at risk of having a heart attack or whatever, they will keep those around. And at the first sign of it, they'll, like, pop one of those. Oh, it um, dilates the uh, number of the blood vessels, um, particularly in your chest around your heart. 
So um, it allows the free flow of blood without like things going sideways. So people who have angina, which is kind of a vague like, you know, chest pain, um, which might be what I have, but nobody knows. Um, like people take it for circulatory stuff. And mm. so since I only have it when I'm doing cardio, Mm. Um, I have started wearing the patch. It gives you a massive headache. So as soon as I put it on, I go run and I pull it off. Um, I know, but, uh, I'm hoping that once I get to a place where I'm running a few miles at a time that I will, then I'll be like, okay, well, what happens? Can I run like a mile without a patch? And if I can run a mile without a patch, then, you know, maybe I get to a point where I can run on a mile and a half without a patch without like having Mm. the pain. So that's been um, that's been pretty exciting. That's my experiment in both fitness and better living through chemistry. And do you need a prescription to get those patches? You do. You do. Um, okay. And when I went to go pick it up, the the woman was like, she was like, "Oh, we don't get a lot of." She said, "We don't get a lot of people." Like she kind of laughed and was like, "We." I said, "This is my first time taking it." She's like, "Yeah, we don't get a lot of people like you who come and get these." <laughs> And I know that, like, you know, whatever it is that I have going on, they're like, yeah, like young, fairly, like youngish, young, relatively speaking, um, fairly healthy and um, female. Very, like, everyone's like, oh, who knows what this is? <laughs> um, for men, you would say, you know, uh oh, you're going to have a heart attack or something. But um, for women, I am not in a risk group. So they don't know if it's just. Um, Maybe there it, there's like a circulatory issue or something. Mm. So who knows? After exhaustive testing, nobody here does. Nobody but knows. Did find something that helps that allows me to be able to run without pain and discomfort and nice. feeling like I'm dead. So that's really good. Nice. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, yesterday I ran for two miles. What? Ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty slow, but, uh, but you're doing it TI. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. Hopefully, you know, in a couple months from now, be like, oh yeah, I'm up to, you know, three miles with a patch and one mile without. Nice. Well, keep us posted. The patch chronicles. I will. So, um, yeah, not super nerdy, but it is, a little, like I said, a little better living through chemistry. I'll take the nerd angle on that. Yeah, I, I take it. I approve. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and so nice. I mean, that, given all of us are on house arrest, is possibly the most interesting thing going on in my life. Um, so, yeah, that and gardening, probably. Those are oh. the two most interesting things. Oh, you've been pickling, though, huh? You've been pickling. No, just gardening. I'm hopefully I will grow enough stuff that I can pickle. Pickle soon. But yeah, we did. We planted a whole bunch of stuff in the garden. So TBD, maybe, you know, maybe if there is a hue and cry, we can have a gardening episode. But otherwise, I'll just brag about all the stuff that I'm growing as we continue to do our podcast through the summer. Nice. Uh, the Supernatural Bear and I did a started a to kitchen garden. And oh, nice. yeah, and I got this awesome planter 
to go on the center island and it's a self-watering one and there's has a little indicator when it needs more water and we started with herbs so I got mint a mint plant that was already ready and I could just put it up in there but then Mm -hmm. I found this YouTube video of homeboy was like you can grow can you grow someone asked can you grow shit from herbs from the grocery store Mm -hmm. so he's like yeah if you go they throw out a lot of herbs in those little packs you know Mm -hmm. those little packs so he got a bunch of for free and then he took it back to his place he's like a gardener guy and then he showed how you get a cup you know say like cilantro or something and you get um a couple of sprigs or whatever and then you sliced the stem a little bit slice it open Mm -hmm. and then you Mm -hmm. put some honey on it and then you plant that. Yeah, because it's like antimicrobial, blah, 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 blah. And it helps so that it starts seeding, like it starts rooting or whatever. So we're <laughs> like, let's try that shit out. Uh, worked on the basil that we got. Like I had a little sprig and now it's like growing. Um, wow. And right now, I think it might have taken, we just did cilantro. Mm-hmm. We did the first one. I don't think we did a good job of of doing what we're supposed to do. So we just did another one a couple of days ago, and I tried to lift it up, you know, and it was it felt a little tight. So we're gonna okay. keep it there for a couple of days and see what happens. Um, yeah, and so That's we're we're fun. doing that. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, keep me posted with your progress, and I will do the same. Yeah, I'll let I you wonder- know. Like, I wonder, maybe you listening, like, are people out there, I'm certainly doing more gardening than I would normally do, but, because, you know, I'm kind of trapped at home. Like, yeah. are other people doing that? Are you guys doing that? What are you growing? Yeah. Are you yeah, doing, like, a kitchen garden or what? Yeah, kitchen garden, and I want to grow stuff outside, but it's about to be summer. It's 100 and something degrees, and, you know, there's not that many things that take, and I joined this um, Coachella Valley gardening page, and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, if you were going to grow anything, there's a couple of things that work, but you had to have planted them a long time ago so that you're harvesting them now. Mm, yeah. I, like tomatoes like heat, but they don't like that much heat. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what you can really grow in that kind of heat. They were saying like zucchinis do well here and some things mm-hmm. like that, but you have to have planted them like a while back. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't think we're going to do anything. Maybe we'll try in the winter, but we'll try these herb these herb gardens in, in the kitchen. And, you know, because that's what we use the most of. We haven't done uh, green onions. We'll see what about that. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See how that works. And then, uh, oh, we, we tried to do the lettuce, romaine lettuce, and then we got aphids up in here. What? How did that happen? I have no fucking idea. Hmm. So we had to toss that shit out, um, and we're like, "Yeah, let's not do the romaine lettuce. Let's just let's try the herbs." So we're on the herbs. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'll let you. I keep you posted. See if our cilantro takes. But yeah, kids, you can do it at home with the with the herby herbs. Okay. Um, let me see. Okay, so let's get into some movie situations. Mm-hmm. And quickly. We discussed last time with your friend how the Supernatural Bear was going to watch the second movie in Star Wars. And let me just say, I recorded it, but uh, you know how I told you, like, he doesn't know it. Well, unfortunately, this kid 
has a memory since he was a baby. He has this memory. He can remember shit since he was a baby. And so it's coming and I'm telling, you know, his dad, I was like, yo, like it's coming up. Like I had to hide the phone because he doesn't allow us to have phones during this time. He 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 does like um fucking uh arc light. He goes in front and he tells <laughs> us what we can and can't do and did da no electronics. He does the whole thing. And then so uh-huh. I had to hide it underneath my pillow. So when it was coming, I was filming him and he's like, I don't know. He's like, I'm really nervous. My heart's beating really fast. And I was like, this is going to be a fucking awesome reveal. So then I'm filming him. And then when he says, I'm your father, he looks at the camera. He doesn't know I have a camera, my phone. He goes, well, told you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? And he keeps watching. He goes, and then he gets up and I was like, you knew? He goes, he said, no, I didn't know. But then remember when I was... A bit, when I was really young, we had that one book that you would read that you read to me. Fucking good night, Darth Vader. That you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I haven't read that book to that motherfucker since he was like <laughs> one. He's like, so I didn't really know, but I had an idea. I didn't know if that book was real or not. <laughs> because it's Darth Vader reading to his to Princess yeah. Leia and and I was like this motherfucker I was dying his dad was fucking on the floor rolling and I was like way to go he goes he's like yeah he's like but I didn't he's like I didn't really know though <laughs> all right <laughs> uh-huh was he enjoying is he did he enjoy the movie oh my god he loves he loves it we finished the other one uh last week He's Jedi? he loved Star Wars before just because how much we love Star Wars. Now he okay. fucking is crazy about it, and he What's we're gonna good? watch the Mandalorian today. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I and then I know, and you have to get on it as we told you last time. Um, no, I- but because he said that it, this is a great time after that the first um, trilogy, and uh-huh. then I don't. He wants to, he keeps asking, like, how did he become Darth Vader? Like, how did, and I was like, if you want to watch it, we'll watch those. Like, I feel like he could skip all that shit. But if he wants to see it, he could see it. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe some of the animated stuff. I see that, and as we talked about last time, like, that's my weakness. I don't know. Um, I don't know how much of uh, Anakin is in some of the animated series, but I know that he is in there at least somewhat. And I well, think that he said that they they do a better job of explaining it. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe, so maybe maybe we'll do animated. Epic. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. maybe we'll do that, and then like as a like afterthought, maybe we'll go with those ones, whatever. But so you know how we did? We're t- a couple of episodes ago. We we're talking about movie lists of our fucking classic favorites when we were growing up to show hu- the little humans in our life. But yeah. then there are also movies for us right that are supposed to be like these classics and for mad years i kept hearing about all about eve all about eve all about eve one of my favorites um yeah so i watched it was mother's day weekend and my gift was uh, to be left the fuck alone i got to sleep by myself (laughs) wake up by myself and not have to do shit i didn't have to cook or clean or anything and all i had to do if i wanted to was go out to eat when they ate and go back into my room and do whatever the fuck i wanted and i was like yo is this 
what some dads out there get to do <laughs> for mm-hmm. the entirety of yeah. their dad life until the kids yeah. leave. I was oh. like, yo, I'm sure. I was like, this, I can dad the fuck out of all this shit. Like, that seems easy <laughs> as fuck. Like, all I got to do is make the money, and I don't got to, like, discipline or do nothing and just come out and eat and come back. Like, I was just like, yo, dads have it pretty awesome, some of them. <laughs> um, anyways, so I watched All About Eve, and I rented it, and, um, yeah, I wasn't that impressed. Really? I I really like All About You. That's one of my favorite older movies. I love, uh, I feel like, I mean, mostly I love it just because Betty Davis is so amazing. She's she's amazing. She Did she win something yeah. for She's top notch. Sure. Yeah. She's fantastic. And I love her so much. Like if it was more just about her, like if it was more of her and all about her, like it would probably be amazing. But the rest of it, I was just like, ah. I was getting annoyed or something. I don't know. But I, I, huh. I'm done with it. At least I finished it. And so yeah, I wanted to ask, like, what are some other movies, T.I., people listening? I need, I'm making a list, you know, in this time. Let me, let me um, see some brand new movies that are classics. Like, I'm into that shit. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll have to think about it. Like, I finally saw Apocalypse Now, maybe, like, for the first time ever, like, a year ago. A Uh year or two ago. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to – I'll put my thinking cap on for that one. Yeah, like, shit like that. Movies that grown-ups should see. I will tell you one thing. Like, a lot of the classic movies that people um, have referred to me and things that, like, I've watched – um, uh, Ranger Ted is a big fan of movies from the seventies, like late sixties and seventies. It's mm-hmm. kind of his window. So I've, I've seen a lot of the classics from that time and a lot of things that people think are classics. I do not enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so if anybody's going to suggest stuff, it better be good. Don't yeah. give us this like, don't tell me that I need to watch something because, um, people think it's a classic. Tell me that I need to watch it because it's fucking good. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen Raging Bull. Like, those mm-hmm. cinematic classics. The Deer Hunter. Like, I, shit I, like that. Yeah, like, shit like that. But I, I, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I've seen that one. But, like, shit like that. But, like, I'm talking about, like, All About Eve classics like that. Like, I'm excited about those movies, you know? Because yeah. you watch fucking Twilight Zone and that shit fucking, fucking stays like it fucking yeah. it holds the fuck up yeah to a it, lot of shit that's that's it out really now does. it's just like yo you're just way ahead of your time this is that's classics like those are mm-hmm. classics we talk about that shit all the time generation after generation you're like remember yeah. that episode with the faces and the and he thought he was in space but he was just fucking on earth and then that, like i like that's amazing shit like yeah. that type of shit, like those types of things, that that time and anything like that. So what about you? Any movies since the last you know, time we spoke? Funny enough, the only thing that I can think of is we watched um, Alfred Hitchcock's To Catch a Thief. Ooh, how's um, that? Which has Grace Kelly and, oh, I forget, not Cary Grant, some other classic, you know, and that's supposed to be a classic. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> And we were kind of like, meh. 
not that great. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, you know, I don't want to watch a classic because it's a classic. I want to watch a classic because it's really it's fucking good. good. Yeah, it still holds up. And I think that might be an issue, too. Like, you know, we talked about some of the movies on our list for the kids. Like, some people have been watching them because of lockdown and they're like, yeah, no, that one doesn't hold up anymore. But everyone says that E.T., I think Kano, I think he said that he saw it recently, showed his kids and he's like, yo, that shit holds up. Like it holds up. And I was like, oh, I'm excited to watch it with the Supernatural Bear because I haven't seen it since I was maybe a teen. Uh huh. And if it still holds up, how exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, So movies. I'm going to put on my thinking cap and see if I can. See if I can come up with some good classics. And let's t- let's next week we'll talk about the list, and we'll put it on we'll put yeah. it on social media like yeah. we did for the we'll other one. Yeah. 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 yeah, sweet, good sweet, thing. sweet, good sweet. Thing. I'm supposed to watch finally because I'm supposed to watch it with um, Miosito is Burning, the Korean film Burning with Steve Yoon, aka Glenn from The oh. Walking Dead. Yeah, that's in my that's on my in my queue and some service, and it got really good reviews. Yeah, so I'm ex- I'm excited because I will I get to see him. Gotta con- mm-hmm. you know gotta contain myself as get, I'm watching it. Get your fix. Yeah, gotta <laughs> get my fix. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, books. What are we talking about in books? Uh, I don't have any update, but I will because um, I'm starting something new. Nice. So I, I'll I'll wait. What about okay. you? So we've been talking about how I had never I the movie changed my life. The Outsiders by S. E. Uh, uh, Hinton, but I had never read it. So I vowed that I would read it. And so I decided to do um, an audiobook, and I found it through one of the things, Libby or RB or something like that. Because on Audible, which I don't have, um, I listened to a sample, and the person was reading it. I was like, that's not Pony Boy. That's not Pony Boy for me. <laughs> so then I, I was like, there has to be someone else that did a, an earlier version. And I found that guy fantastic. So I listened to it. It was, it delivered even more, of course. And they did such a great job with the movie because I could see everything and the dialogue. It was just amazing. It went so in depth. And then, uh, you know, then you nerd out about it. And I was like looking her up and seeing she fucking wrote that shit in high school. Like, yeah. Like how the fuck? She she cranked out like four books when she was like 17, 18, 19, 20. Dude. And I think that's all, like all she did. She she's an old soul. Like how do you yeah. know that those those perspectives and that have that insight to some in males, to males in that time yeah. in those different socioeconomic background like uh, she I I I stand. I just couldn't. I was just like, I, 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 the last word I, I was like, what? And I was just, I couldn't focus. I was like, she's fucking dope as fuck. Yeah. And then did you know that Francis Ford Coppola didn't, wasn't even thinking about making this movie until a teacher wrote him, a teacher in in a class wrote him about this book. That's why it got made. And There's an outsider. You can go to um, their house. It's a museum, an outsider's museum in Oklahoma. No way. Where, yeah, they shot it. And you can, and I'm thinking, I'm going to see how much it is. You can get a brick because they're like making it a, you know, you can put your name on it. Like, you know how like Uncle, like Mr. Deed has one at, at uh, Disneyland? At Disneyland. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you can go to their house. How crazy is that? Huh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, if you haven't read it, if you've only seen the movie like me, you have to read this shit. It's a short read. Um, a, a lot of people, friends I've talked to, they said that that's why they um, got into books. That's why they wanted to become authors. Like, life-changing. Like, it's amazing. So yeah, boogie books. Uh, and I don't know, I have, I'm trying to read some other. Oh, but from the kids tip though, to nerd out. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard this one or seen the YouTube videos of this one BBC show called, uh, fuck, Underrated or something like that. And it was Tom Holland and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And he has different people like that on the show. And they talk okay. about different things like that. Well, anyways, that host is also, also an author. And he wrote this awesome kids book called Kid Normal, where a normal kid ends up going to an underground school for superheroes. <laughs> okay. But it, they think he, ha- he has a, a superpower, but he doesn't. It is the cutest book. It is action-packed and very emotional. This is what uh, Supernatural Bear said. He said it was ab- very emotional and action-packed. Okay. And it's a series. It's called Kid Normal. And if you want people on the lockdown, if you have kids or know you have like some little humans in your life, you know, the Audible Stories is a free section of Audible that they're giving oh. during this lockdown. And it's available for free to listen to. And he reads it himself. And he's fantastic with the voices. What He's age British. group do you think it appeals to? Um, I'd say you could do four to five. I think more five to like element, like what is it, 11, 12? Okay. Yeah, like ele- it's elementary school, but you need, you know, it's a little bit, excuse a little bit older. So I'd say about five to 12. And what's, what's the name of it again? It's called Kid Normal. Um, and I'm, I, I can put a link to the putting stories. It, I'm putting it in our notes. We'll have okay, that. Cool, uh, cool, cool. We'll have that in the show notes. And it's fun. Cool. And it's fun for adults to listen to because he kind of, he's maybe I don't know, maybe ten years younger than us. But he loves all the things. He nerds out about all the things we nerd out. So there's like references to Harry Potter in there, Marvel, DC, you know, Star Wars, <laughs> like all these different. Oh references in there and just and uh the supernatural but he would like rewind stuff and be like listen to this and we would start rolling we're like oh that's awesome um so yeah kid normal i totally recommend so we're gonna get into uh the second book in the series okay yeah. excellent sweet 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 so let's get into tv yeah let's do it so you tell me what you what have you been li- uh listening to watching I've been trying, I'm trying to look up right now. There is a show that we talked about um, a few episodes ago. It's on Netflix. It's a short series. It's about a girl who might have superpowers. She's in high school. She's figuring herself out. Super good. Super good. Uh, I can't think of the name. Uh, Let me see. It might be in my watch list because I finished it. Okay. Um, then we'll come back to that one because, uh, I watched that and really enjoyed it. Um, I can tell you one thing that we tried to watch and did not love. And so it hit the road and that is a series called life on Mars. It, Hmm. it was initially a BBC series and, um, then was remade in the U S and it's about a guy who is a detective in modern New York, um, with the cops And he's investigating a serial killer. 
and um, something happens, and he's, like, time-warped back into, like, 1973 in the same police department. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, hey, Joe, what's up? And he's like, wait, what? And it's all about him trying to figure out what the fuck happened to him. And also, like, this serial killer case is kind of, like, happening back then, too. And um, we watched, we tried watching the U.S. version. It has, like, Harvey Keitel and some other dudes um, that you would recognize from, Mm. like, TV stuff. Haven't broken big, but TV stuff. And uh, it was, um, we watched a couple episodes. It did not capture our our joy the way that we, so that hit the road. Um, And, by the way, I can see that you figured out the name of the show. (laughs) Would you like to do the honors? I am not okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, so yeah, I that was something um, that you brought up on an episode, I don't know, a month or two ago. Yeah. And so I finally checked it out and really liked it. Jammed through it. Super good, like, you know, teen drama, teen angsty drama. But... Um, really smartly written. I really like the characters. Um, and it has this kind of interesting undercurrent of like, is this girl a superhero? Does yeah. she have superpowers? What is happening? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really, I really um, so enjoyed that one. I, I figured you would. Um, so Rager Ted liked it too? He didn't watch it. It was just oh, a me. It was just it was a me thing. Oh, nice, nice. And it's, the episodes are short. They're like 20 minutes. So yeah. you can like rock through it pretty fast. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I watched, um, there was something that I watched by myself, of course, is Next in Fashion. Uh, that is like a, one of those like fashion reality shows like Project Runway. <laughs> I love reality fashion shows and so it's like a weird subgenre. so yeah i watched the heck out of that it has like alexa chung and tan from queer eye for the straight guy the new I series yeah i watched that yeah. i finished it it was super good quality fucking shit i i was like this is what quality project fucking shit this is what project runway in the beginning should have been like less drama yeah. less back shit like i just want to see the work i want to see the work yeah and that's it. And I and loved like, the shit. Yeah. I will like not to give away anything about the final, um, like the final showdown, the final contest, but that last runway show, the person who won put together something that was like Shh. art and it was magical. It like was watching mad. that fashion show. I was like, Oh, this is so beautiful. Mad. It was inspiring in it a was time. Inspiring. In a time when I'm not inspired as a creative. Yeah, it was inspiring. I was just, you just reminded me of one of the dresses. And I was just like, (gasps) I was just like, because you know, you know my inspirations and stuff. And I was like, yes, like amazing. And I was like, I loved it. And yeah, yeah, totally recommend that one for sure. I really really enjoyed it. Like less less bitchy drama, more Mm -hmm. focus on making clothes. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you're, if you're a reality person and you kind of like, I watched Project Runway the first few seasons and frankly, I would watch Tim Gunn do anything that Tim Love Gunn him. ever wants to do in his whole yeah. life. Yeah. But this, this is kind of what Project Runway should have been. And now there's this other show, um, on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. I forget what it's called, but it has Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn and I'll have to probably watch that as well. 
I heard him on um, Fresh Air. No, okay. I forget what it's called. Um, two gay guys and a girl host it. I don't have okay. my phone with me. Anyways, he was on recently talking about it. He's saying like, you know, him and Heidi were, we, you know, we've done this. Let's do this again. Where do we shop it around? And, you know, they had a, they have a relationship with Netflix because of Heidi. And, but then they said they took it to Amazon because Amazon came back and they were like, yeah, that feels right. And then of course the moneymaker, the winner gets to sell their shit on Amazon. Oh. There you go. Yeah, that so, works. Yeah. So if you watch that, let me know. I'm kind of hesitant to to see it. But if you okay. watch it and it's good, I'm down. Like, Because they were saying it's people that have, it's more about branding on this one. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. people are already established that have their shit. There's not like straight out of uh, school. He said, but he did say that when they first started doing Project Runway, they would ask him to go to auditions and stuff. And he was like, nah. And he was like, not really feeling to be up in there and see people. But then when, um, what's that one guy? I love him. Chris, Christian Seriano. Yes. I love him. He's like, and then I went and I was like, I don't want to, he know, he's straight out of school and da, 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 da. He's like, and when I went there, he's like, I saw what a prodigy he was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he has to be like, he changed the game. He's like, I knew it from jump that he, mm-hmm. that he, you know, and I was like, yeah, he's amazing. I'm glad to yeah. see him. We were able to see him in project runway, go through the mm-hmm. trials and tribulations, make it out. And now him being just this amazing, like, you know, making shit for women of all sizes, women of color coming through when no other designers are coming through. And then boom, oh word, you don't have enough mass. Let me drop everything because we have all these seamstress and all this stuff and da 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 let's do this. Like, yes. Yeah. All that. All of guy. that shit. Yeah. The other two things that we have been switching back and forth, depending on the mood, (laughs) is um, one, I'm a little late to the party with this one. That would be a TV show called Band of Brothers. I've only seen one episode. Do you guys finish it? No, because we don't want to finish it because it's that good. Wow. I can't believe it. I watched The Pacific. Um, which is the, obviously the Pacific version of World War II. (laughs) And I thought that it was good, not great. Mm, And mm. people kept telling me, oh my God, Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers. People were like, like I posted somewhere, maybe Facebook. And I was like, wow, finally getting on this Band of Brothers train. And people are like, I watch it every year. And I understand why, because now that I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so amazing. And one of the things that's really fun about it too, is you get these like sort of cameos of, of actors that you're like, do a double take, like I'll hit pause and I'll be like, is that James McAvoy? He's like 18 years old. Or is that Mike Fassbender? He's like 20 years old. Say no more. Say no more. They're like blink and you miss it sort of cameos, but it's like, the the people that that like I think it was James McAvoy's first acting job, wow. and you know he's sort of blinking you miss him, but still like, and just like the personalities that they the personalities of the people. And, Tom Hardy, say yeah. no fucking more. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. Like all kinds of rando Simon Pegg. <laughs> like it's Ron uh, Livingston, Donnie like, Wahlberg, Jimmy Fallon, yeah. Colin Hanks. And like you see Jimmy Fallon, this is 20 years old and you see Jimmy Fallon and you're like, and you're like, whoa, like it instantly takes you out of it. Cause you're like Jimmy fucking Fallon. Whoa. But it's like, it's when all of these dudes were like young actors and it was among their first roles. The hot priest is in it. Andrew Scott. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh shit. Um, what you calls in it, man. Yeah. Everybody it, and their mothers in this shit. Kirk Acevedo. Can we talk about Kirk Acevedo real quick? What is he doing? Oh, my goodness. Kirk Kirk Acevedo. Um, He was in... I'm going to show you right now. What was he in? He was in Oz? Oh, I loved him in Oz. Where are you? Let me present Oh, yeah. That guy. No. I've been... Whenever he comes to screen, I'm like, this guy has been in a, a thousand things... All HBO what shit. Do know, what do I know him from? Oh, and I see he was in Fringe. Okay, I loved him in Fringe. Yeah, he's been in. He's like been in a million thousand things. He has a very prominent role. Actually, he's not a blink and you'll miss it. Oh, he has cool, a very cool. prominent role in Band of Brothers. Okay. As does Damian Lewis. Damian Lewis is like sort of the main character. Like it's bananas, and wow. not only that, but it is so well acted and it's so like poignant and it's so real and you know if they were to remake it today it would probably be like gorier and more like fucked up Mm. and I'm kind of glad like right now I I just don't have the bandwidth for that like it's still awfully sad and you know pretty brutal but it's yeah I was like we never sit and jam through stuff because one of the other of us is like, I'm tired or eh, I don't have it. we watched three episodes the first time we watched it. <laughs> wow. That's saying something for and, sure. Yeah. And we we're like, all right, let's keep going. So yeah, I really okay. like it. I'm really sad that it's going to be over in two more episodes. How many episodes um, total? I think nine or 10. Oh, I can do that. I can handle that shit. I could probably knock it out tonight to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. <laughs> And then the other thing that we're watching, that so that's when we're when we're ready for something serious. It's Band of Brothers. When it's like I've had a long fucking day and I need something brainless. We have found something that I don't know why everyone's not watching it called Future Man. Future Man. Did you ever watch Future Man? It has. It stars um, uh, Josh Hutcherson, who is Peta in The Hunger Games. You know oh. Peter from the Hunger Games, right? I don't, I don't know the Hunger Games. <laughs> you never watched? Did you never watch the Hunger Games movies? I think I saw the first one. Maybe it's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my God! Sound the klaxon, <laughs> Ritzy. I've never read the books. I've only watched maybe <laughs> the first movie. Okay, yeah. this is your this is your new edition. I can't believe you never read the books or watched the movies. The books are great. The first movie in particular is really good. And I believe I watched it like way after the fact too. Oh my God. Okay. Mind blown. Well, for every other person who's listening, it stars just Josh Hutcherson, who's PETA 
and a couple other people you don't really know, and a couple other people that you do kind of know, Haley Joe Osment, Ed Begley Jr., randomly. Seth Rogen is a producer, and he shows up in some episodes. Um, it is about a guy, Josh Futterman, who is kind of a loser, but he the one thing he's really good at is playing this one game, like Bio Wars or something, and he finishes it. He's the first person to ever finish it. And upon completion, people show up from the future and they're like, "You, because you finished this, you are the savior of humankind and your future man. And like, get on the bus because now you're going to go save everything. And he's sort of, and at first he's sort of like, that's amazing. Wait, no, I can't do that. Like, do you know who I really am? <laughs> and it's, uh, it is it, like, it's one of those things where, like, jokes, I actually have laughed out loud more watching this than probably almost any TV show ever, apart from Arrested Development. Wow, and that's saying a lot. It's just one of those things where, like, jokes stack up, and there is a lot of, like, sort of very subtle but X-rated humor in it that always makes me laugh. And, like, it is, it's really good. And the episodes are really short. Um, because it was initially, I think, you know, made for like broadcast TV. So they're like 20 minutes long, but it's like satirical and clever and just funny as fuck. I highly recommend Future okay. Man. I've never heard of it and I'm look. I'm on the page right now. I've never seen this artwork. Um, so yeah, yep. I'll add it. I'll add it to, yeah. to the list, the listy list. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's another one that I'm a little sad that, like, ah, oh, shit, like, we're halfway through it. And I will say, too, we're about halfway through the second season. Not as good. The first uh, the first season is really good, but I'm yeah. hoping the reason, mm, spoiler alert-ish, the reason that the second episode is not as good is because the sort of main characters aren't together as much. Um, and I feel like the magic is really when those characters are together. Got it. Yeah. Seth Rogen, man, he's behind a lot of, he's fucking raking that shit up. He's like exec producer over here, director over here, creator over here, da, 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 da. He's doing it. Yeah. 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 Stoner's Stoner's done good. Stoner's (laughs) done, like, and I heard an interview with him and he was so high and he sounded like such an idiot. And I was like, how can you be so high and such an idiot and so creative and doing all this shit? Well done. Yeah, well fucking done. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, yeah. Anything else what on the TV you? front? Okay, nope. uh, let's nope. see. Never Have I Ever? I I watched the first episode. I loved it. So good. I cried and I laughed, and it's just fantastic. It's um, Mindy Kaling, Kaling. Uh, Kaling mm-hmm. and... Someone Lang, I don't have the page up anymore, um, and created this. And it's kind of loosely based on everyone's experience being Indian in a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, And they take all these different experiences and put it into this one show. And her dad, basically, you know, from Jump, her dad died. Her dad died and it's how she's coping with it and going to high school. Super cute. I recommend. I want to see more content like that. Um, yeah. And I, I think you're the one. Did you say that you watched The Good Place and that I should watch I The Good Place? I love The Good Place. Okay. Which 
which I was telling me, I was like, he's like, what are you watching? I was like, I believe T.I. told me to watch this. And she doesn't like watching shit like that, like sitcoms and shit like that. Yeah. So and then everyone was talking about it. Like when it was on on and it was her last season, they wrapped up. I I was like, I know she's on. I know, you know, Kristen's on it, but I didn't understand. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just a, like a regular sitcom. I didn't know it was about like ethics and, you know, philosophy and all that shit. So the reason why <laughs> I started listening to it is because I heard the creator on a podcast and he mm-hmm. was talking about, um, oh, it was on Dave Chang, David Chang's podcast. Okay. And he was okay. like, you know, David Chang, he studied in college religion and he's like, so, you know, I'm getting into ethics and, and philosophy and stuff. He's like, so how can you, he's like, how are you able to talk about all these different things so well? And he was saying, Michael Shore was saying, you know, I just, I have, uh, we have philosophy professors that we have as advisors. So sometimes we send them scripts and stuff like that. And I was just like, what? And I was like, didn't T.I. tell me about this show? So, yeah, I started and I have one le- episode left. <laughs> Oh, you're way ahead of me. I've heard that the last episode is perfect. I'm so excited. Cause, yeah. Because it's it's fun. It's it's kind of deep. And it makes you think so much, so much so that, um, and I can work. I can work while I'm watching it. Like, so I'm cooking and stuff like that. So, you know, it makes me think about so many different things, especially if you're thinking about life and death and what you're doing on this earth and in the afterlife when you're in a fucking pandemic. Right. Am I right? So mm-hmm. I took I was exhausted a couple of days ago and I took a nap. I fell asleep on the couch and the supernatural bear is supposed to have a three o'clock Zoom. And, you know, I have to get the code and then hook them up and da 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 da. So I wake up half awake look at my text and I was like oh shit so I start yelling for him no one's around I'm half awake still right no one's no one's coming to me so I thought I was dead (laughs) 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 so I start yelling I was like I was yelling his name I was like and then nobody's coming like no one's saying like yeah and I can hear him through a door or something like that nobody's coming but I I could move but I can't move you know what I'm talking about and then so Miosita comes like he's like why are you yelling I'm like where is he he's like I don't know and I was like well I was calling but nobody was here I thought it was all about myself (laughs) (laughs) I thought I died and I went to the good place but that's really the bad place and I don't know (laughs) yeah you're right it's like a it's a thought provoking show and (sighs) I think the thing that I love about it is that like it's also so it, like it's so smart and it's so funny. So like, funny. You, you, the laughs do not come at the expense of the smartness. <laughs> and like while it has like a very there's some dark streak running through it and some like incredibly dark humor, which I always think is really funny. Like ultimately it is like ultimately it's a positive, like it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what I realize right now while you're saying that? I huh. do not have just one episode left. <gasps> Ooh. I have a whole season left. Oh. A whole season and one yeah. episode left. So yeah. where are you at? Are you, you finished season three? How many seasons was it? Four? Four Five. seasons. Four seasons. Four seasons. I've done the first two. 
Oh, I'm on season three. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're ahead of me. But I didn't know there was another one because I haven't added it to Netflix yet. Duh. That's part of the reason that I stopped is I was like, I was so frustrated when I watched the first season and I was like, that's it? Now I have to wait for like a year for the rest of it to show up? So I've been waiting so that I could just like run through it. Oh, maybe I should lay off until they add it so then I can watch the whole thing. Yeah, good good call, good call. Um, yeah. Insecure, I don't think you watched that on HBO. I watched the first season, and um, I liked it. I just didn't love it. I fucking love it, and the the discussions that this show creates like on Twitter, on all social media with, you know, uh, African-Americans, but also just people of color because we all watch this shit and we can relate. Also, it's filmed in my old neighborhood. So there's that yeah. too. It's like a nostalgic and stuff like that. But it is just like so right it, right now it's, you know, how friendships come and go and stuff like that. So if people get heated, it is amazing also the you know you guys know how much i love this is us and i listen to a podcast called this too much so this too much also covers other shows so when atlanta's on they recap that and when insecure is on they recap that and it's fantastic and i get my fix of those two um because i love them so much so yeah insecure really good i think we have like only a couple more episodes left i think they gave us 10 episodes this season so if any of you guys watch it let me know one of the things that I didn't like about it is I didn't understand why she was so hung up on her loser ex-boyfriend. Yeah, and if you if you watch the progression and see where they're at now, it's crazy because you want them to get back together. Okay. Because you see, it's like real life. Like, you're in your 20s. You don't have your shit together. You get it together. You're insecure. Then you become, like, it's, it's, okay. it's great. All right, maybe I should uh, maybe I should pick up Insecure because I love the um, what's her name the lead the lead woman that writes it the creator Issa yeah Issa Rae but also there's Natasha who's one of the friends and she Is that also her best friend? no it's um, kind of like the, the bigger girl friend. oh yeah I love her too yeah um, the friends she, were great she's she kills it. She steals it in the next in this next season to come. Like when for you when you're watching it, she's also one of the writers, and she just like got all these deals because she's that amazing and that's good. So Issa's best friend on the show, Yvonne Orgy, I believe is her name. She's about to come out. I think in a couple of weeks, if not in June, it, a couple of weeks. Um, HBO special because she's Nigerian. She she goes back there. And she talks about and I've seen the trailer for it and it sounds super good. It's it seems like it's going to be super funny. Um, and she has a podcast called um, Jesus and Jolof, and okay. she does it with um, I forget the name of the girl. She does it. Uh, and they're both Nigerians and they're both very, um, religious, but not in a creepy way, you know? Okay. And so that's okay. why it's called Jesus and Jalof. Cause you know, if you're Nigerian or if you're, um, Nigerian or from Uganda, there's Jalof rice. And that's a big okay. war thing that in you know, battling who has the best Jalof rice. I don't know if you've ever, if you've never had Jalof rice, it is Fucking amazing. And I had it for the first time when I went to my homegirl's uh, baby shower because she's from Uganda. And um, I was like, what is this? 
what is this goodness that I'm shoving into my mouth right now? And they're like, oh, it's jollof rice. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like this spicy goodness rice. Oh, it's huh. amazing. Okay. All yeah, right. So they have a podcast like that. So I watched that. And then um, I talked about before watching Vida on Stars. Yep. I broke down. This, this is their third and final season. And um, I, I'm paying for Stars just for that. And, oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, just because it's over and it's, you know, kind of softcore pornish and, you know, lesbians and, you know, non-binary. I don't know, but it's 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 good for me. And uh, <laughs> I'm watching that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Good. So that's it. That's it on the that's on the TV front. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, if you're trapped indoors, there's a lot of good TV to watch. And I'm glad that I am finding some things that are, um, I mean, Band of Brothers, I wouldn't say it's a hidden gem by any stretch of imagination, <laughs> but I am discovering, I am discovering some really great stuff. And then random stuff like Future Man, I don't even know what prompted us to hit play on that one, but that one's great. But you found it. It found you. It found it you, T.I. It found mm-hmm. you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we're good for this episode. Right. And we'll, let's, we can for sure come back now that we're back on track with, um, the podcast app. Uh, let's let's plan to do it again next week. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sweet, down. Sweet, sweet. All right then. Peace out, nerds. This is Ritzy Periwinkle here, and I'm here with this greatest supernatural bear. Supernatural bear, welcome. Hello, mother. <laughs> do you Hello, call mom. you do you call me mother in real life? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mama. <laughs> okay, so you know this is for the nerd out. You usually do some type of song or beatbox or give some information on what you're doing, but today is special because today we want to talk about your experience. With the big reveal of oh, Empire I, Empire Strikes Back. I love that big reveal. So you didn't know it was coming. You had no idea. But when it happened and he said, Luke, I am your father. I was all like, I knew it. But for some, I didn't know it exactly. But I, I kind of knew it because of this book that my mom, that, my, that mama read to me. Um, but how long ago did I read it to you? Like, I, she read it to me when I was, like, three. <laughs> like, I three still, or two? I still remember it. You're we, you're seven, about to be eight. Yeah. Uh, um. So, I told the folks in the episode how I was, you know, super excited and how you had no idea. I don't know how I was able to keep it away from you, you know, the, the big reveal that... that <laughs> That Darth Vader is their father. <clears throat> and then, so I'm videotaping you, and the first thing you say, do you remember the first thing you said when it happened? I think it was like, told ya. Yeah. <laughs> and I was confused. I was like, what does that mean? And then you were telling me about the book. And tell the people about what the book was. So the book name was called Goodnight Darth Vader. Mama would read it to me, like, all the time when I was, yeah, when I was younger. Like... Wait, one sec. Let me do the math. Fast math. You were like two. You were like, I read it to, since I was, you were a baby. I was th- yeah, since I was kind of a baby. So about 
maybe one, so maybe one, two, the, three, three the most. Yeah, maybe three the most, maybe not even. Because I remember I was like, I can read this to him because he's not going to remember by the time we see the movies. Da, 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 da. But I forgot that the supernatural bear has this crazy memory. Yeah, it's, for some reason I, I don't, I don't remember stuff that I don't want to do, <laughs> but I remember, I, I don't remember stuff that I don't like, and I do remember stuff that I do like. Yeah, selective memory for yeah. sure. But I had no idea that this was in your memory because you never said anything about it. And everybody was so impressed that you had no idea. Remember, that's why I was telling you not to talk to your to your friends on Zoom or anything else about Star Wars because I didn't want anyone to 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 reveal it to you. And remember, we were we were holding off the Star Wars episode of Lego Master. Well, I guess. I guess I was able to talk to them after all because I already kind of knew the big you didn't, reveal. You, you, you told me that you, you weren't sure, right? Yeah. Like you didn't know if it was made up just for the book because it was like, you know, it's, a, it's like a illustrated book and stuff like that. So you weren't sure. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't entirely sure that Darth Vader was Luke's father, but I was kind of, for some reason they just, when I watched, for some reason, when I watched the first movie, uh-huh. the book just popped up in my head. Oh, that's what happened. Got it. So, so when, because it was kind of like Star Wars, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, like, oh, I'm looking at, I'm looking on TF, it's kind of like, I'm looking on TF Wiki, and I see something, then a cup, then a couple months later, Mm. Um, I see, I, I see something related to that, and then I just kind of, I, I just kind of remember that memory. Got it. That makes sense. So kind of like triggered. You're like, oh, so when you saw and he said that, you're like, oh, that's why that book existed, because yeah. in in the book, Darth Vader's reading to Princess Leia and Luke. Yeah, Luke Skywalker. So basically, revealed two things to you. Yeah. That Darth Vader was their is their father, and that they're twins, they're brother and sister. Yeah. So I yeah. I I didn't know that. Mama kind Mama kind of spoiled it, but she didn't because I also I also wasn't sure about that, but I kind of knew as well. So. So tell the folks where we're at now. Have you finished all the movies? Not all of the movies, like including the sequels and the prequels and all those stories, but we are on episode. My mom and my dad and I are just f- yesterday. We just finished the yesterday or the day before. Mm-hmm, Sometimes this week. The day the day before yesterday, we just finished um this show called The Mandalorian. Directed by John Favreau, who plays Harold Happy Hogan and in um, the Marvel Universe. Yeah, nice connection. Um, so yeah, so how are you feeling about Star Wars in general now that you've seen the OG trilogy? Um, about the trilogy, I really, really feel like it's really good. For some reason, it just goes on the galactic quest. I've always had. Since I was a baby, I always had this kind of thing where I w- I always had some Star Wars merchandise or toys or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Also, You're going to be a Star Wars fan regardless if you wanted to or not. Yeah. 
But also something that's really cute. I I I one time I think was it for my first or second Halloween. You were it was your first Halloween ever. It was my first time celebrating Halloween ever in my life. This was like when I was really really young. Uh, so it was the it was my first time celebrating Halloween in my entire life, and I but I got I just for some reason I got sick, I got really sick, but so I wasn't able to go trick or treating with the rest of the kids, but my family was there for me and they came over. So each room I would go to, I would pretty much trick or treat in my own house. Yeah, it was uh your your tios the G's and it was Uncle Bud Tia Lupe. And someone was in the bathroom, and was in the closet, someone was in the other rooms. And you were Ewok, and you were the cutest Ewok ever. Thank you. Um, Ewoks are like, Ewoks are kind of like, Ewoks are kind of like intelligent baby bears. <laughs> yes. Okay. cub baby bears. So let's go ahead and wrap this up, my little mans. What are you looking forward to experiencing in the Star Wars universe? Um, I think I'm looking forward to um, seeing how Star Wars will impact my life in the future and how Star Wars will base will basically come out if any other Star Wars movies are coming out. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not mm-hmm. because, you know, about Princess Leia. Yeah, but they'll start new stories. Yeah, because yeah, that, that, that was kind of the end. But we still have Mark. We still have Mark Hamill. Yeah, we do. We still have Mark Hamill, and Mark Hamill plays um, Woodrow Burns in Rescue in Transformers Rescue Bots and Megatronus in Transformers Power of the Primes. He also does the voice, I believe, of Joker on one of the animated Batman series. Batman. Yeah. All right then. Well. Thank you so much, Supernatural Bear, for joining us and for doing this interview uh, regarding Star Wars. Sure, anytime. Just just call me in. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. I'll make some time. <laughs> Thank you. I'll make some time in my schedule. Besos. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Mama. Besos. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.